Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We in the building and they not here. It's Lush Uno with Duno, and yeah. this is God tier. Come on, baby. Oh, this is God tier, but this is for God tier. This is for God tier. Wow, God tier. This, I mean, oh, hold up. I'm mad at you real quick. Hold up. First of all, let's introduce our special guest. Yeah, obviously, we got Queen Reverie in the building. Yeah, like, Reverie in the building. One of the dopest, most illest um, lyricists. In all of Los Angeles and beyond, the whole, I can't even call you underground anymore. Like you're in a category all to yourself. But with that being said, you know, beyond me growing up where I grew up, being from the neighborhood that I'm from, um, beyond me, um, you feel me, booking Asesino, doing all this stuff. If I'm not invited to the fucking carne asada now, you feel me? (laughs) Got Duno and Reverie, like, do I have a seat? Like. Yeah, you could come kick it with me and my homies. You already kick it with one of the homies. Exactly. So it's such a small world. But yeah, yeah, yeah. man, I, I didn't know this was God's tier after we're just doing an interview. But I'm mad because y'all haven't invited me personally to God's tier. Well, to I mean. To do the interview. But this, but this, God, this one's for reverence. Today's the yeah. day. God is crying God's <laughs> tears for Duno. But uh, no, it, it was only right. I know that y'all were familiar with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, reverie. What a long, strange trip it's been. Like Wow, very long and very strange. <laughs> like, first of all, you're from Highland Park, right? I'm from Northeast LA, Highland Park. Yeah. Nella, yeah. Nella. Yeah. Nella. <laughs> we always got to say it. People and, like, you're from East Los Angeles. I'm from Northeast. Let me be specific. Yeah. You feel me? She's like, from the other side of Dodger Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Because yeah. uh-huh. when people, when I tell people I'm from, like, downtown LA, Echo Park, they're like, you're from East LA? I'm like, no, I'm from... <laughs> There's a city called Echo Park. (laughs) I hate, I have so, like, so much disdain. And it's like, I'm not going to say it's white people, but in particularly white people. Oh, Echo Park is, oh, yeah. Oh, gentrified. Island Park, too, I'm good. Island Park, very gentrified. It's very different. Beyond the gentrification, though, like, if I'll be like, the other day, I was at at an AA meeting, and I was in uh, Los Feliz. Mm -hmm. And so I'm talking to someone, they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from West LA. Obviously, the person asking me that Loki was banging on me as from where I'm from okay. is, you feel me is from not Los Angeles like okay. from some other state you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. and then he's like what brings you to the east side I'm like bro the east side we're in fucking Los Feliz oh like, my god this is not the, the east side this is not the east side you're closer to like Adwater Glendo yeah that's yeah. like if you're west of downtown <laughs> it's not the east side yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah the east side after the bridge after you go once you hit Chinatown, after that little bridge, you hit Cesar Chavez, you're in the east side. Mm-hmm. Depends on what your view of downtown LA is. Yes. That's like what determines. But yeah, like, facts, facts. Now, you growing up in that area when you did, it was a pretty wild place. Yeah, it was pretty rough 
back then. And I got into a lot of trouble when I was a kid. I was rolling with the gang and doing drugs and doing crimes. And I almost got killed a few times and all that good stuff. How was it? Um, How was the family life? How was your mom, your dad, they're together? How many siblings? Which obviously we know one of your siblings. You know Loudon. Yeah. yeah, we know Loudon. Shout out to Loudon. So... My parents got divorced when I was four, and then my dad had a new family. Basically, immediately, he moved to the beach and, and you know, started over, you know. To like, the beach? Yeah. Like Santa Monica, honey, like where, like, where did he move to? Just that way. Okay, towards to the, the west. Beach. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. the west. I don't know, tell everybody where my family lives, yeah. you know, but, but you know, he, he, he started over, and then, you know, my mom, she was working full time, and, you know, you're exhausted when you're working 40 hours a week, and... Then you have to come home to three kids and you're single and driving a, an hour back and forth in the traffic. And we just didn't have enough guidance and she didn't have enough help to raise us correctly. So you was outside. So we were outside. My, my brothers were in and out of juvenile hall. And I started drinking and doing drugs when I was like 12. And I was doing math by like 15. And Ooh. Yeah. This is going to be a crazy question, but did you do math before like... Coke? Like the sex life and all that shit? Just because it just... It seems crazy. Like... You went straight to math, and it's like fifteen is very young. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm. It I, was a transition. It was like first I did weed, and then I did liquor, and then I did straight into meth. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's because I'm I'm, I'm then, trying to think like. Well, like it, it, when you're in that life, especially you're talking about gangs and stuff, meth is kind of normalized, right? You probably didn't realize it was that crazy. Even no, yeah. I knew it was crazy. You knew it was crazy. And, oh, you knew it was bad. Yeah, I knew it was bad. And people that were like my friends or like people that I knew, they weren't really my friends, just people that I hung out with, they were really worried about me when they found out that I was like going that direction, you know? And was it like late 15 or it was like... You just turned 15, you're doing meth. I mean, I didn't write down the date, so I don't know. No, no, really I'm, no I'm, I'm, <laughs> Was it before the kids in Yenna? No, it's because I'm trying to think. It's cause, I look, don't really remember. It's because like, you got to put it like this, right? Like, eighth grade, you're 13, bro. Yeah, yeah. you turn 14 in eighth grade. And then you and then you go to, like, like I'm trying to put it together. Like, are you smoking meth before you start high school or after high school? No, it was in high school. Okay, okay, yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to... That's why I asked that question, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you feel me, like, especially at a young age, you feel me? Like, I know I lost my virginity at a young age, but I lost my virginity before I started doing, like, bad shit. So I'm okay. thinking, like... Mine was around the same time. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> were you, like... Save me. That's why, I was, that, that's why I asked that question. I didn't mean to, like, yeah. for it to be, like, wild, but I'm just like... Why did you lose your virginity? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, all right, Juno. Like, <laughs> no, not like that. I was just... I was asking in a sense to where, like... That's how powerful drugs can be, where, like... Because yeah. I met kids in juvenile hall, and they were like, first time I smoked meth was, like... Seventh grade, I'm like, what the fuck? I was like trying to sing to like some music and like jack off. Like you were thinking <laughs> yeah. you were smoking meth, dog? Like not nah, I mean, like that. My brothers cr- were like doing meth already in like seventh grade and eighth grade. Yeah, see, see, see and, what I'm and, saying? And, like, no, no, but yeah. but it's it's the same for me. Like growing up, like West LA, like we're drugs are a big part of the culture at a early ass age. You feel me? So like, yeah, like we were getting yeah. fucked up at 12, 13 years old. Like, yeah. No, and then and then don't get me wrong. I was trying to not do it. I was trying to fuck, fuck. when I I was 12. Like, <laughs> off the mat? Off the mat? Hell yeah. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> meth, meth <laughs> makes it... You, 
Like, like, and, and, I was and never into that. Meth and sex. I'm like, we're not promoting meth and sex. You guys. <laughs> we're just saying, I'm not saying reverie or less. We're doing that. <laughs> when I asked the question, I was just wondering, like, no. as a young That's woman. That's my first thought when I was on meth. was like sex. Instantly. No, but, oh but, but, but there's yeah. a question for you guys. Because I didn't. Um, my dad is a drug addict to this day. Been been a drug addict my whole life. Grew up around a lot of drug addicts. Mm -hmm. And I think seeing that, I never, I'm, I, I was scared that maybe I'll get addicted too. I didn't understand how people didn't like to sleep and eat. It was always like a question to me. So like you doing that at a such a young age, how do you like, cause okay, you do see it, but when it's, I mean, this is just saying like, when you see it on a guy, it kind of feels a little more normal. But when you see, you're saying 15, it's like, damn, there's a 50 year old girl that's stuck on meth, it's crazy. Well, would you say you were, were you kind of a tomboy low key? Like I was for sure a tomboy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you now, today I'm in a dress, you know, but I <laughs> yeah. mean, even you saw me 10 years ago yeah, yeah, in the yeah, beginning yeah. of my career, yeah. I always wore big sweats and yeah. a beanie and a big shirt. Like that I've already started image. stepping into my femininity recently okay. within the last few years of my life. And the reason being is that I feel like when I was younger, I didn't have my dad and I was in a crazy environment. So I had to be in touch with my masculinity. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be like, oh, delicate little flower because yeah. I was running the streets getting shot at and getting in fights, you know? So I had to be fucking tough. I was, and also I'm the oldest sibling from my two brothers that I grew up in the same household with. Mm -hmm. So I was always like the protector, you know? See, so that's yeah. why I was not really in touch with, I was not girly when I was a kid. Like I never wore pink. I was always like, like a, Thugging, you know, I was always really rough around the edges. But now that I'm older and I'm not like kicking it in crazy situations and I'm, you know, in, in more stable environments and more stable in myself, I can now embrace my femininity and I feel okay and I feel safe being like this, you know, because I mean, when I grew up, where I grew up, it just was not a possibility for me. You know? Is it, um, interesting. do you ever um, wish you were though, like more feminine as, a, as when you were younger? Like, do your makeup, nails done, quinceanera, hair done. I mean, I would do my nails, and I would do, like, lip liner and eyeliner. Oh, uh, Sharpie then? Oh, she for yeah. sure had eyeliner. She, she, the Sharpie was like, then it was, it had an angle and everything? For sure had an angle. But no, I don't, I've never looked back and wished I was more girly. No, no, Well, not that's, really. it kept you safe. It kept that, me safe, yeah. That's what you needed at the yeah, time. Yeah, and also, I have uh, six brothers. Six. Yes. Yeah, so Ooh. being around that too, it was a lot of masculine energy, and so I had to be fucking tough. Oh, so your brother weren't feminist? <laughs> no, fuck no. You should see if anybody. Remember, be walking by, they just slept the shit on her head. <laughs> For sure, all the time. If anybody saw the group chat with me and my siblings, we would all be canceled. Yeah. For sure. Like. Oh wow! It was wild. <laughs> Career was over. Wild. Yeah, we'd, we'd be fucking bullshitting like. I love my family, but like we're a very toxic family, so we're just talking shit all day in the group chat. And that's wild. how I was growing up. Like, and then you're the only girl. No, I have one sister also. One sister. Uh huh. So there's she, two girls and six boys. Is she's very, is she very feminine? You know what? She's more feminine than I was at her age for sure, but she is definitely a little bit in touch with her masculinity more than the average girl as well. Yeah. But we didn't grow up in the same household, so she didn't have to be like tough like I did. Well, she grew up on the beach with my dad and uh, with her mom, so they were a, a more stable household than mine was, yeah. you know. So they grew up very differently. Even though, like knowing you back then, because like that's the rev that I met was like <laughs> you were still like, and look, you still have a vibe. I ain't gonna hold you that like you don't take no shit. Like yeah. you'll snap on somebody quick. Like th that Nella will come out in yeah. an instant if somebody 
put, uh, says something to you that doesn't resonate or whatever. But yeah, um, only if I need to. You only know? If I'm you not need like to. a snapper. I'm always no. like fighting. You know, no, but no. Like, unless you want to get down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, literally, the first time I met, she was about to get down. With right? you? Oh, no, yeah, not with me. I was like, you were gonna squabble, Lush? No, I was gonna squabble. Yeah. She was about to squabble though. But regardless of that, you did always like like I want to. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. <laughs> I want to. I want to encourage you to realize that you did have femininity back then as well, and like you've always been like a beautiful girl. You know Thank what I mean, you. A woman. So it's like, did you did you kind of feel like that? Did you know that you were like super pretty always? No, definitely not. Definitely not. I was like, where's this question going? But I like that question a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. No, only until the last like few years of my life have I realized that I'm actually really beautiful. And I feel like I'm really aging gracefully, not even just like physically, even though I mean physically too, but more like- You're still young my, as fuck. Yeah. But you know, in, in this industry, people act like you hit 30 and you're like a dinosaur, you know, and and I don't have like any surgeries or any fillers or anything like that. So I'm just like- thugging it out as myself, you know, and, and not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand why women do that, you know, yeah. but anyways, I say all that to say that it's, it's more like my essence that attracts people now. Like, mm. because even when people don't know who I am, like when I'm in the streets or I'm at, like, if people don't know who I am, I, I see people looking at me. I see people wanting to speak to me. All eyes on me. me. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I, that didn't used to happen as much as it does now. You know, and I think it's more because of my essence mm-hmm. before and because like I said I'm more in touch with my femininity now but before, you're also gonna come talk to me if I'm like you know and then you guys you guys are she's saying this because we're starting the interview she's like can I move this mic I gotta like sit up straight <laughs> yeah. but, but, yeah. but would you blame that um I know you talk a lot about mental health mm-hmm. depression anxiety would you would you say you got obviously your situation at home I could relate a lot to a broken home and Sometimes people couldn't be there, and you're all alone in this world. Not all alone, because when you when people say all alone, they people take it literal, like, oh, but you have siblings. Like, no, you're still alone in this world. At some point, you're, yeah. you and your thoughts still like. Would you blame? Not blame, but could you say that that life, the drug life, the street life? Can you say that that affected you in the long term? Great question. When it came to like, because I know not to this day, I know you. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know you talk about a lot of depression, anxiety. Do you feel like? All the shit you went through from your early teenage life to your twenties, can you can you do you feel like all of that is kind of like do you feel me like it came back a little bit like all the shit you went through is it like is finally, the trauma still there? Yeah, the yeah. trauma still there at some point. Absolutely, this shit, I was kind of a little stuck sometimes. Absolutely, and it, and it has followed me, and not even just since I was a teenager. It's starting back when I was a really little kid. Oh shit! I've been I have within the last few years of my life really reflected a lot on my mental health because I don't want to be depressed and anxious for my whole life, you know, and I wouldn't say that I suffer with depression anymore as of a couple years ago, but I definitely, yeah, it's a great feeling, but I I definitely still struggle with anxiety and I also won't deny the fact that I was depressed for the first almost 30 years of my life. I'm 32 Mm. now. So Magic Johnson here. Hey. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, I have been really trying to heal over the past 10 years it's been. I remember when I turned about like 22, 23, I realized I was still depressed because honestly, I thought I was going to be dead by the time I was 19. You know, I was not planning to be 32, you know, but then when I, when I was 23, I was like, oh damn, 23, I could maybe live a little bit longer and I'm still fucking depressed and I hate waking up every day. I'm miserable. So I really want to change this. So around that age, that's when I started 
studying psychology and human behavior and child development and getting more in touch with my spiritual side and listening to lectures and self-help books and all kinds of shit. And so it took me shit, I mean, almost 10 years to not feel suicidal anymore. And also it's me having to constantly check in with myself and and feeling how I feel not trying to push things to the side and also being sober, as you know, I've been sober for eight months. Are you completely Amazing. sober? Completely sober. Like no, no, no alcohol? Drinking, no drugs at all. What do you mean? Are you completely sober? No alcohol? What the fuck? Are you? I'm, I'm sober from drugs. I'm just, I just, when I think sober, I like, because I've never, you guys been addicted before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to me, when you guys are sober, I'm like, oh, they don't smoke crack no more. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's just, that's just how I see it. Though. I've never been a drug addict. Alcohol, alcohol is one of them ones. Okay, but, don't, don't turn this into a lecture. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think a lot of people, they call it California sober. People like don't do any drugs or drink, but they still smoke weed. Like, oh, okay, okay. I don't get down like that personally. You feel me? Like I'm, I can't because if I start smoking weed, that's going to lead me back to everything else. So what so. do you guys do now? Maybe the vape, the cigarettes, what's like a... It's kind I, of like a little outlet. I go to the gym a lot. Ooh, I go okay. To the gym a lot. Me too. Gym life. Gym life. Gym yeah. life. Gym life. Gym life. Come on. Yes, I, uh, I, I you can work see out the a results. Lot. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna say like reverie the rest of this. <laughs> so you got sit up straight. Yeah. Put your shoulders back. Now I'm still a little too big for all that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I go to the gym a lot, and I do drink coffee. And I'll smoke a cigarette maybe once a day. Ooh, okay, okay. I don't like the vapes. You know why? Because when I smoke a cigarette, it smells like shit. It tastes like shit. Everyone's like, you smell. So I know it's nasty, you know? But if I smoke a vape... I feel attacked. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm with you on it, yeah, you know? Yeah. But but when I smoke a, a, a nicotine vape or whatever, it smells good. It tastes good. You could do it inside. You don't have to go outside. Nobody says anything. And then I'm smoking all day. So for me, it's better to smoke just one cigarette a day. Oh, so you like reminding yourself that this shit is disgusting. Yeah. Damn, I started smoking recently. That's, no, that's smart, though. But you, you know what's crazy is, from an outside perspective, you were pretty popping for the majority of your 20s. You know what I mean? Like, your career was on the rise. You had thousands of, you know, if not more fans. You're touring and traveling from, a, you know, and then and you said that up until a couple years ago, you were damn near suicidally depressed. Mm -hmm. So is it safe to say that the success and the accolades and all that wasn't, um, wasn't fulfilling enough to, to make you feel okay inside? Yeah, none of that shit fucking matters if you're not happy inside. And I I was not. It's an important message to people. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've I've been fucking, I've been to 22 countries. I've been in most of the States in America. I've been made hella money and I've done a lot of cool things with my life and I just wasn't happy, you know, and, and I'm not saying my life is all rainbows and butterflies now, you know, but I'm not, but from the outside, anymore. from the outside, because people never know what someone's going through inside. Well, you feel me? Like yeah, from an outside nah. perspective, it would look like you're killing the fucking game. And yeah. even the fact that like, like th- th- you got sober, which I'm so fucking proud of my sister in recovery. It's yeah, so nah, beautiful. Cover over, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm nah, saying? Nah, that's, I love that's that. Amazing. And I love how open you are about discussing it, but it didn't look from the outside that your life was unmanageable, which normally yeah. is what it takes for someone like me to make that decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, People always ask me about that. And I say like, when I'm using, I'm a functioning addict, mm. like you'll never know that I'm, have a fucking cocaine problem, right. you know, like, like before 
Um, this last time that I got sober right now, uh, um, basically I had relapse and I started doing blow again. And I didn't want to do blow. To me, it's not a an option. It's not a, oh, it's okay if I do it once every six months. No, like, I don't want to do it at all because I can't do it every six months. Yeah. If I start doing it, it's going to be mo- a lot more than that. Saca la bocita. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Now there's all the fucking fentanyl going around. And I just don't want to do that. I'm 32. What am I doing doing cocaine? You know, it's, right. it's just not who I want to be. And no disrespect to anybody who who's doing that, but that's not who I want to be. No, I'm definitely. Like, I'm trying to get my shit together so I can have a family one day. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to keep going down that road, but... Before before this last time, um, it had been like a couple years that I didn't do it, and that was another time. But before I got sober, and I just remember like doing it, and then it'll be like fucking four in the morning or whatever, and all the blows gone, and everyone's just sitting there like you know like jaw fucking <laughs> yeah like all, and I just remember thinking to myself like damn I'm a fucking loser like people if only my fans saw me like this like I'm right. out here like a zombie at four in the morning like when there's no coke and I, like everything sucks and. I just remember, like, I hated that feeling. Like, I literally felt like, like, I'm a fucking loser. Like, if only people knew me, like, this is how I am. Yeah. People are like, oh, she's doing this and that. But I'm actually, like, a, a fucking, I felt like a, just a druggie right there, you know? But anyways, point being, like you said, you wouldn't know. Yeah. I, I hide it really well. I hide it from everybody, even from myself sometimes. Mm. You know? Yeah, but that's a good and a bad, right? That's, like, uh, that's like pros and cons to yeah. it when it comes with, like, it's good because I know, I because... I've dealt with a lot of shit in my life and I know how overwhelming it can be when everybody knows your business and everybody's trying to help and you're like, just leave me the fuck. Yeah, Yeah. fall back. But then there's also a point where you do need that love and that help and that energy. What would you say was the lowest point in your life? Mm. In my life? Like, like, and and, and, and (laughs) not like your lowest day, like you were calling it quits on life. You were calling it quits on the world. Probably wouldn't really want to talk about it, to be honest. Okay, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Probably but, wouldn't really want to think about it. But what you were saying right before that about, like, what you refer to as, like, it's a good and a bad thing yes. to be, um, to, to, to have, be a functional addict. The problem with that is your addiction, the way, or at least this is what is for me, my addiction tells me that I'm functioning because it wants me to keep fucking using and that yeah. it's okay. So it tries to normalize in my head that this is all right when in reality I know that it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, and you're someone, it's crazy like to see there's like the physical evolution of reverie throughout the years. And it's not like a drastic, it's not like it was very gradual of you becoming your, your word, not mine, more feminine over the years. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the old reverie, like no makeup really you know yeah. what I mean very minimal <laughs> yeah. that was like your thing you were like mm-hmm. the fresh face girl yeah. around the way I still don't really wear a lot of makeup right. like, I'll be showing up to shows all the time with no you makeup, lying I see your IG <laughs> I mean, you well, go look on it you'll see like even I, I go to shows with, without makeup like but I even just, seeing you with any makeup yeah but that, like you're right you're right now it's mostly than... with makeup when, I, when I'm out when I'm out you know but I, I still like to show the bare face because you know what happens you guys when you're a woman and, and if you wear makeup all the time I mean I'm just gonna speak for me <laughs> but when I wear makeup all the time, when I don't wear it, I feel ugly. Tripping. And then when I don't wear it all the time, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking hot, you know? And and so I don't like to wear it all the time. Women so have I been brainwashed to think this because we do not look at it like that at all. There's, uh, I'm not saying the homegirl, but there's definitely girls. There's just a comedy side of me. So I mean, y'all need makeup. <laughs> you feel me? I'm not saying reverie. I'm not, because I know a lot. No, but that, and, and I grew up with sisters. I have all sisters. Three no. other sisters, I'm the only boy. 
Maybe sometime my sister need make. <laughs> Maybe my other sister don't need make. Some some girls be low key busted either way. And then, and then yeah, you wake up sometimes way, after the yeah. club and you look and it's like, oh, you you look bad both ways. You know I mean? Oh like, my god! But um, what would you say? I I, I love this new look. <laughs> I love the funkiness. I love Thank the you. the 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 Freaky Friday vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, shaved off my fucking. For head. a woman, cutting your hair is crazy. Yes. You guys, you guys, shampoo it, mousse it. Iron it. What made you cut your hair, fool? And you had a whole skit about it too. I did. I remade the Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. For Pedro when he shaves his head. for Pedro. (laughs) You know what happened? About a year ago, I went blonde for my last album. Sometimes I like to sing. And then to make a long story short, this bitch fucked up my hair. She fried your shit. That's what it's called. Fried my shit, and I had short chunks all over my fucking head, like. All over my head. It was a disaster. Were you ready to fight? Well, you know what? The thing is that she didn't tell me when she did it. She let me find out for myself. Had she told me in the moment, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm devastated, but I accidentally burned off your hair. I would have said, okay, you know what? I know it was not a purpose. We all make mistakes. No, she was shook. (laughs) Yeah, but she was like, she's like, do I tell her? Yeah, but since she She didn't tell me, then I got fucking pissed because you should have fucking told me. I'm trusting you with my hair, with my whole beauty. This is my career. My career, I have to look good. And this bitch burns off my hair and don't fucking tell me, you know? So. And I assume she wasn't cheap. And she was not cheap. No. Fuck it. Did you write a bad Yelp review? You know what? I made a TikTok about her and it has like a million views. Wow. Like you put her at? I didn't put her at because it was not about her. It was about me expressing myself. Oh, okay. But people liked it. <laughs> I was like, remember you put the ass? She no, I wouldn't put her at. I didn't, want, I didn't want to ruin her life. Like she ruined mine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're damn near giving your promotion if you put her at anyway. I like know. Like in a warped, twisted way. Yeah. But the thing is, so... Yeah, we've seen the, the aesthetic change, mm-hmm. but you've also like you're someone that experiments with a lot of different styles musically. Mm-hmm. Like the reverie that came in the game compared to the reverie now, mm-hmm. and the, the, maybe the reverie we're going to see next year. Mm-hmm. Like what, one of the things I admire about your artists, it's always going to be different. Yeah. But what that also does is you have a really diverse set of fans. Yeah. And some of these fans might be more like they want you to be a certain way they wanted to find you is it difficult to have like fans that think that they can control the direction of your content and what you create yes but i will say that i have always had fans ever since the beginning that, that rock with you regardless can, no that think they could tell me what to do okay. you know whether it's what i'm wearing or what i'm rapping about or the beats i'm using or who i'm working with or it's just ridiculous how people can tell other people what to do when I don't know who they are. You know, it's just really strange. But whatever. I know it comes with the territory. But I have continued to do my own thing. And when you first found out about me fucking 10 years ago, I was just doing boom bap music. Right. right? And then when I started breaking away from that sound a few years ago, all my fucking boom bap fans were, they were oh, you sold hurts. out. Yeah, you're a fucking sellout. You're fake. You're went pop. Oh, I, uh. I don't even remember what they said. It was just you fucking shit. sell out. Yeah, <laughs> that's then, crazy. So then, then I started. Yeah, doing, I'm selling out arenas, bitch. Yeah, I'm fucking selling out shows. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, call me a fucking sellout. And so then I started doing just like more experimental beats and trap shit. And then people were like, "Oh, now you're doing trap music. You think you're a trap rapper?" And all. And and then I made my singing album last year. And I got a lot of new fans from that. And then now that this year, I just dropped my new album. It's called No Chaser. Fire. We're going to talk about Thank it. Thank you. So now that I dropped this hardcore rap album, now 
I have fans that are like, I thought you were a singer, and now you're a rapper. I'm like, oh my God, I've been rapping for 10 years. What the fuck? You, you know, it's crazy. And then it's funny because I had this other comment. Oh, I posted like a little a little snippet of me rapping on the boom bap beat that I wrote randomly. And then there was a comment on there. I've never heard you rap over a beat like this. So it just reminds me, just keep doing what I want to do. Because people are only going to think that you're who you are when they found you. Mm-hmm. And then when you change from that, a lot of them are not going to like it. And those people could suck my dick. But you still. Oh, <laughs> Damn, she has a dick. No, I'm just like. <laughs> but, Everybody but, got a dick. <laughs> you got an exclusive. Let, let me find out. I'm transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy, though. Like, what, what, what I like about you is you don't. Even though you made these changes in your style, you will still freak a boom bap track. You still like you'll you went on tour with Ari the Rugged Man. You'll still yeah. do shit with the Grouch, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. you like I saw you recently shouting out Atmosphere. So it's yeah. like you you hold the boom bap and like traditional hip hop near and dear to your heart. It's not like you're not just like shutting the door on it. Yeah. Right. And and I also got to assume coming up where you did, there was probably early in your career before we ever heard you you was probably spitting on some gangster shit too like yeah just because like yeah, my first songs were gangster as fuck oh are you uh. gonna send me those i need that too <laughs> okay. and that's it like me too it was when i was like a little teenager i started rapping when i was like 17 and so those those tracks are like it's just so Fuck cute super gang so bang. yeah i'm like it's it's really cute did you like it Early on in your career, like you, you pretty much quickly became one of the most prominent voices in the LA underground at a very young age. Thank like you. he was, I mean, you did pay dues. I think you were 22, 23 yeah, years old. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Like she was, and this is when when you had maybe within a year or two of dropping your first tape, actually. Like, and did well, you? Well, it was. I had dropped a couple before that, but it was like one of my first big ones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Forgive me. Like one of your first tapes yeah. that was really making rounds. Yeah. beyond your mm-hmm. your, your neighborhood and all mm-hmm. that and like d- did you kind of like always think that you were going to be in that underground bubble or did you always kind of think like shit i'm a, i might have ambitions that supersede this scene no i didn't think like that at all i just didn't really i i was just super into the underground movement and i was happy being there but then as my career keeps progressing it keeps opening more doors and then I'm like oh shit if I got here I'd get here and now I'm here I'm like oh shit if I got here I'd get here and every year it's just growing and growing and growing and growing and it's just getting like pretty fucking crazy now I feel like I feel like right now I have now broken out of the underground scene and yeah, I'm now clearly. at the bottom of the industry like right. that's how that's what's happening around me all the people that are acknowledging my existence all the interviews I'm doing all the features I'm doing all the places that I'm getting invited to I'm in Amoeba Records right now there's like a lot of things going on for me that is not going on for most 99% of the people in the indie scene right yeah but so you feel like you're restarting your career I do I feel like I'm Mm. at the bottom of the industry I literally feel like that but but very interesting but that's a good and a bad right because you had 10 plus years here Mm -hmm. so that means you know how to make a song you know how to freestyle. You know how to make a boom bap beat. You know how to do trap shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like you're here. I think you're somewhere like moving up because you know a lot. You're you're polished, but you just need a little more polish. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. and that's the thing. Like that's a really good point. Like a lot of artists that are at the quote unquote bottom of the industry and even rising. One of the biggest mistakes I've seen labels make is an artist gets like a hot song or two and they're on the charts and they're buzzing and then instantly the labels will put them on every stage and they're on like their nationally touring acts when they have no artist development. Like, But you know what does that? 
the internet. Yeah, for sure. That because I can make but, a song right now. I promise you. Let's me and you, Lush, we make a song right now. Yeah, Future Reverie as well. And we this song goes crazy on TikTok. Somebody's gonna sign us for that one song. It's for the Reverie verse. It's for the Reverie. Verse. <laughs> Put us on tour, and then they're gonna be like, "Well, then we didn't really know nothing. Let's just say we didn't know anything." And then it's like, well, "What do we do now?" It's but, different right, with some right. Lamar Polish. But, but, but even, and that's the thing, though. So you have like when you're put on that stage, you're not gonna fumble the play. Yeah. Like and, and not a killer stage. Th- and that's the thing. I you are on a stage where nobody knows who I am, and by the end, they'll all be my fans. You're you are a million times really dope, like MC, yeah. like live performer. Yeah. Like you have that in you, and like I think that that is really ill. And one thing I noticed you doing the past couple of years was you're doing thing you're doing shit in Spanish. You're working with artists in Mexico and things yeah. like that. Does that kind of feel like a whole new career as well? Like. Yeah, for there's sure. a high ceiling for you over there. Like. Yeah, it's a whole nother lane going that way. I always have fans in Mexico, but not like I do now. Yeah. Now I'm really being more tapped in and I'm working with a label called Osada Records okay. out there. And they're like one of the dopest indie records in Hell Mexico. Yeah. And so it's been really cool collaborating with them. And I'm going to do some more work with them. Are you sure. an Osabo kid like me, kind of? Well, I is grew up broken? with Osavo Kid. Yeah, for sure. Is it a little broken? Yeah, me? my parents didn't teach me Spanish. I taught myself in the streets. You're really? second generation. I'm... Was your mom born here? My mom was born here. Okay, so you And you're... her mom was born here. So I'm oh, so you're third. third. Oh, I'm first. But I'm... my dad is from Ecuador. Oh, okay. Oh, you're mixed. I'm mixed. I'm Mexican, Ecuadorian, Spanish, and Portuguese. Ecuadorian? Okay. Yeah. No, no, that'd be Salvadorian, no. It's actually it's actually a different like, country, yeah. bro. No, no, no. I just, I just You'd say. be surprised. A lot of people they say, "Oh, Salvadorian." When I say Ecuadorian, I'm like, "No, Ecuadorian. no, 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 no." Man, no, let, I, let, I, let I, the talk about Mexico and Ecuador together. <laughs> let the gringo put you up on game one time oh about your people, dog. <laughs> um, did he ever battle rap? Since we got lush, the battle rapper, or the battle put together. <laughs> he was there when he said I was gonna start a fight. Yeah, over a, over like did somebody diss you? Well, this is the thing. I was doing a battle, and when the verses were in between, the girl that I was battling said she was going to beat my ass. And it was not part of her rap. So I said, well, then what's up, bitch? Yeah, then was, fucking okay. let's go. Okay, was it, this and, was, and this she was quickly like, realized, oh, this is like a real bitch from the hood. She was like some, I don't know, I think she was like from New York. She was like some white bitch, and she didn't know anything about where she was. And she didn't know who I was. Okay. And, so, and you already had a bunch of fans. Like, there was, yeah. like, reverie writers. Like, I, this is pre <laughs> this is pre Satori Mob, but, like, yeah, Satori yeah. Mob was in the building already. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, I, need, sure. I need the story. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about I it. I wasn't even going to go there. We are no jumper. We are no jumper. This is, like... Lush could be the, the 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 nice one with the questions. I'm gonna be the. I wasn't gonna. gonna I wasn't gonna go there to be honest because this is my homegirl. <laughs> but like, I don't uh, care. But yeah, it's yeah a, I know you have no. Your I don't care. Look at everybody in the whole room that was in the room that night. I'm on the top. Facts. Okay, Facts. so let's talk about, about it. it. And she just high sided on me, and I'm sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lush, no, you booked it. I don't so, mind so, talking about right. Where so from. me, and the homie Malathion actually. Uh, Book the battle. Okay, was, yes. Okay. Reverie versus Jen Johnson was the girl's name. Yeah, and that she, was her name. Yeah. yeah. Would you make a song with her now? No. <laughs> oh, dog. I don't know. If she, she, if she paid me. She actually wants to get... Anyways, we'll talk about that later. But shout to Jen. Um, the, the, the thing is this. So it's so funny because this is, you know, disasters in Lebanon right now. 
This is also God Tears, me and Diz's podcast. Diz was there. Diz and Reverie almost got in a fucking fight. You feel me? Like, Where's this location? Beef. Where are we located right now? <laughs> this, like, you're a little young for this. In North Hollywood? Yeah, it, no? it, it, in Van Nuys. Van Nuys. It's a spot called... The, yeah, I was born in 2000. Put me up on game. So, so there's a... You fucking post-2000, baby. <laughs> Wait, but to make it clear, I was not a battle rapper. No, no, she was. I was I'm always get, a yeah, regular yeah. rapper, and okay, then yeah, they invited okay. me to do this one time. Yeah, because okay, see, I love this. That's why this story needs to be told. No, no, so and, I, and wait, and then also, okay, I'm very a procrastinator, okay? I get the job done, but not for battle rap, but basically I wrote the rap the day before. So, so here's the thing. Okay. Here's and the so thing. So that was my error. We booked Reverie because... She was already at this time, and like I said, she's probably 22 because this is 10 years ago, 2012. Yeah, was, then I was 22. Yeah. Damn, I was yeah. 12, way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was beating the meat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck 12. You feel hey, me? Yeah, I was 12, 12, but fuck 12. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, so she was Adam, 22 years old. Adam, 22 years old. I um, love these references. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. And, and um, we booked her because she was already super popping. She's like, popping at the moment in yeah, the underground she was, but n- had nothing to do with battle rap, but we knew that she had done a lot of freestyle stuff and we had seen her freestyle. And the school of battle rap that Reverie came from, and I'm pretty sure she had participated in, is just freestyling with people. Like, you may have, like, battled someone just off the head. Yeah, like, see, I would do more off the head. I've done many off the head battles that, that's sure. what i was saying but yeah. it's different like, dissing somebody no 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 it's, she was it's, dissing it, but, but it wasn't no. pre-written yeah it's a written so the battles are written i'm not used to doing oh okay 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 I, I was a little confused okay, okay yeah no shit it's written so you're used to the freestyle which yes. like and in her eyes reverie was like this i'm real hip-hop and real hip-hop is freestyling and i don't fuck with these written battles that all you fake lame battle rappers are doing you said that during the rap no no she, said that, say, yes. she said that afterwards i was did i say that <laughs> yes that's funny let's have a great memory there, i used to be a hip-hop nazi it's so embarrassing yeah, but i was and, that was, and a that was a that was, that's a word. I mean, that's what. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, for that's sure. I consider myself for sure, and it's not because she like got a shaved people. head. <laughs> it's not because she fucks with Hitler. It's not the plan. It's not the plan. <laughs> okay, so we're in North Hollywood. Van Nuys to be yeah, exact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lush and what's the other guy's name? Malathion. Malathion. They book you. Okay, <laughs> you versus this white girl from New York. Yeah. Continue. The she's freestyle. Rev is, is doing her writings. Like forgets her written, starts freestyling. The other girl has written. You know what I'm saying? They're going back and forth. Rev's people <laughs> are supporting Rev. They're thinking that she's killing it. The other girl and like the battle rap scene is like they're fucking with her because she's like sticking to the protocol and she got her little written yeah. punchlines and she's doing her thing for sure. Th- then I did not do the job. Then my Rev- first verse, I remember my first verse and the first verse. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Well, okay, so the girl said something. I'm not going to say what she said, but she said something that was, like, shocked you how disrespectful it was. No, it didn't shock me, and that's why I had the rebuttal ready to go. Okay, yeah, but mm-hmm. you, when you started what rapping, say? when you started, you could watch the battle. You could watch the battle. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't go on YouTube she later. She said something about an abortion. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. Oh, she brought up your music. Because yes, well, she has a song. I have, a, I yeah, have no. talked about it openly that I have had one abortion in my life and I don't regret it. And if anybody needs to have one, you better have that shit before you get stuck with your baby daddy who's going to be in and out of prison hey, remember, your remember, whole remember. life. I've had two. I've had two. <laughs> Girl, ain't nobody judging you 2022. Yeah, exactly. You so, feel me? Yeah. You know, that, make I can choices. neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she makes the abortion. So she brought up on, that. And then I did a rebuttal about, about and, that. 
But with a rap. Every, yes. With a rap. Yes. Okay. So, so Reverie comes with the out. No, 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 no. So Reverie starts her first round with a rebuttal and says something about, you want to talk about like the aborted fetus? Like, like well, I promise you, bitch, like, like it doesn't matter who's in between us. Like, and she yeah. gets like, she says you something like. You remember the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It was a good line. It was a good memory for a pre-drug addict. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, it's, it's probably one of the reasons I do so many drugs because my mind doesn't stop running. Yeah. I have a Same. sick memory. Like, it's crazy. But she, like, but it wasn't the bar. It was the tone of voice. Like, I could already yeah. tell you were out your body. Like, she yeah. was, Rev was fucking pissed instantly. Like No, but I wasn't really that, I, I was from ready my perspective, for that. I was ready for you that. You looked pissed. It was from, a battle, so I knew. Oh, it was going to get disrespectful. It's easy to, it's easy to dissect me and it's easy to come with low blows on me specifically because you're as a known person. at the time yeah no, no not only because i'm known but because of the content that i talk about in right. my music That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things to pick at me easy you target you're an easy target you're giving yes okay so you don't battle rap so you're not usually thinking people are gonna just diss use you, the shit against but you. now you you get booked by Lush's asshole ass. Yeah. And then Lush books you. And then now this girl has MO about yeah. all your insecurities yeah. that you feel comfortable talking about because other people have these insecurities. Yes. So this girl, you she knows way more about you than you know about her. Yeah, you don't, don't know. You, know you don't she know had she, a song out. Yeah, she you didn't know who she was really. Yeah. You just knew her name, maybe. There was nothing. I don't think she had music out. No. Yeah, no, you she see, still. So she, so she literally didn't have anything. Oh, she was just a battle rapper. Right. And it was also I don't I think that was her first then? battle. So she was basically first or nobody. second battle. Yeah, she she was coming out the gate. Oh shit, wherever so, like your shit. So then, <laughs> and then like the battle goes on. Reverie uh, in her third round winds up. She's like, look, I have all these bars that I wrote. So I and I forgot them, but yo, I have my notepad. Yeah. So she started reading off her notepad. Because which, it's which, a written battle. <laughs> which, 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 let's be honest, is looked down upon, right? Yes, very very yes, frowned yes. upon. Okay, because I watch battle rap. <laughs> I watch battle rap now, but it's very like really bad. Like, like yeah. you as I, 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 you invited me to one of your battles. I pulled up. Yes. You were you disappointed at this point, or you were like, no, I, I, I honestly. Like I'm looking at it from a business perspective and I was like, ooh, this is fucked up because I want to continue to work with this up and coming dope artist. But you can't. And now not only can I, I this, I, I was like, this is going to, I saw what was going to happen. I was like, this is going to go left. The battle rap community is going to fucking cannibalize her. And she's going to. And gonna, not that I gave a fuck about the battle rap community. <laughs> I, Let's just be clear. I didn't watch battle I, rap. I didn't grow up on battle rap. So I don't give a I, fuck who likes and, me and, or not. And, and back that. then that was my attitude too, you know? And, and I knew that. That. Yeah. Like so, I knew so, that, so, so I was like, like a, I'm about to lose this artist to be able to work with. That was my thought at the moment. Okay. Like it, it, like it, it wasn't from like, ooh, like she's fucking whack for doing this. It was like, oh damn, I'm being selfish. I'm thinking about myself. Like me, like, okay. like you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. as a businessman, you're thinking about it as, as a businessman, right? Of course, yeah. Now, which nothing is wrong with that, right? Now, disaster, who is one of the judges for the battle, is there, and he basically is like, what she did is really, really whack, and da da da. But he's also a craft. He is also a pioneer of. But I'm like, but I'm like, bro, yeah. it's like, it's like a fucking 21 year old girl. Chill. Like, it's not that fucking serious, dude. Yeah. Like, it's kind that of was, serious. That <laughs> was <laughs> moment. Cause like me as a fan, like I like, I watch battle rap now. Obviously you guys are. Fucking, you're also fucking 21. So I'm also I 21. Yeah, so yeah. I watch all the new shit, but I would be like this, this one I just watch, right? Like I watch like the DNAs and like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the chess. Like if I'm watching on YouTube, fucking whatever the fuck is playing and chess comes out with a notepad and reads it. 
I'm gonna be hot. Too. No, for sure. And Diz, like Diz, is being Diz. I can't fault him. You know the story of the frog and the scorpion, right? Yeah. Like, no, you... I don't. Okay, so the, I'll just tell it real quick. There's a frog and a scorpion. They're at the bank of the river. Um, the scorpion asks the frog, "Hey, can I get a ride? I can't swim." Frog's like, "Oh, for sure." Oh. Okay. Scorpion hops on the frog's back. Halfway through the water. The score, they're about to get to the other side. They make it. Scorpion stings the frog. Frog's on his deathbed about to die. And he's like, why the fuck did you do that? I gave you, I gave you a ride across the water. Mm-hmm. Scorpion says, what the fuck did you expect? I'm a scorpion. Okay, okay so Diz you is a scorpion. Me? Yeah, Diz is a scorpion. Like, yeah. Diz, Reverie's a scorpion. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be, like, you're like, I don't give a fuck. This yeah. is me doing me. And I don't give a fuck what the battle rap community thinks. Diz, another scorpion, is like, how could you do this? <laughs> like, this like this is fucked up to my culture, blah, okay, blah, okay, blah, blah. You guys, yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys kind of skipped the story. So third round, you come out with the notepad. This yeah. is yes. before the almost the fade. No, no, the no, fade, no, the, that, that, that happened in the very quick. beginning. Yeah. That fade, the, the fade almost happened for in the beginning. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, you were, oh, you were Cagapalo. What's a palo? <laughs> uh, you never heard the word cagapalo? Like that's a homie that just ruins everything. Like, oh my god, he's about to start fighting. <laughs> you like, know what? That's not me anymore. No, but, I'm saying, but we're but uh, back then. But, uh, I was I, getting I, in a lot of fights. But I want to hear this story because wait, wait. But like I said, it I got was not part of her them. rap. It was not part of her okay, round. Okay, so, if so, it was part of her round, her written thing, I would not have done okay, that. Okay, so this was... So it she was goes first. The, the girl Jen goes first. Round right? one, she goes first. She goes first. Then abortion Rev- joke, you have rebuttal. Yes. Oh, I remember yes. what happened. Yes. yes. Okay, so the abortion the, then, joke, but then I got... Then she started it. The, the first round. She started the first round. And then that's where the abortion joke was at. Yes. yes. And then when have I rebuttal. started my rebuttal... I immediately went to her face. Yes. So you That's what I did. So so I was like, all right, I'm going to get in this bitch space. No, but I've seen them do it on battle raps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this shit. These men right here, these men of the culture, they don't like seeing a girl do that. You got to get It's not. (laughs) No. I'm I'm just fucking with you, Lush. Look at me, look at me, look. It's not even that. It's the fact that I know that this is like a gangster ass chick from Nella. You feel me? And then a little and white she's girl like, from, the, from, from New York. Right. She was the, so scared. She was like, well, she, New York a gangster, and, she, right? and, and it's a literally, she's from New Hampshire. It's not even New York. She's oh, like, she's from where Adam's yeah, from. Yeah, she's literally from New Hampshire. <laughs> like, so her reverie, um, when she, and that was literally you, your bar. Like, I promise you, bitch, can't no one get in between us. And yeah, you got all up face. in her grill. Wait, I'm gonna watch this but right it was after. My ra- it was part of my round, yes, you know, and yes. it was part of my rap. I made it all make now, sense. Now, yeah, you're showing ex- yes. expression. Yeah, I've and, seen and, them and do then, it. And but then, then Jen after, was like, you need to get up out of my fucking face. No, after my round, after that round was done, that's when she said, bitch, I'll sock you. Get out of my face. Also, in between round one and two. Yes, yes. and that's when I said, well, what's up then, bitch? Yeah. And then what you say? I was like, calm like, down, oh ladies. <laughs> come at the like, But it was like, you know how, you know, I've seen the guys when, you feel me? You know, the, 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 the everybody's behind them. So it's like, ah! Yeah, it was it was like that. Okay, like, let's like, keep it a bug. Let's keep it a bug. And just all the way 100. We had got tears, right? Yes. Keep it all the way 100. If that was two men. Would you been in? Would you would have been mad? It's exactly. not like it's not about the fucking gender. I'm, I'm asking. Let me explain. That. If, it, if 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 it was a fucking you like that memory. <laughs> <laughs> if it if it was like if it was oh my god if it was a rapper who is super hood and like straight off the block and then Adam and regardless of who the opponent is, <laughs> I'm just like Adam and, and Adam <laughs> and Josh, all right, and Josh, and okay, Josh, yes, and. 
I would then be like, I'd have to tell that person like, yo, chill, it's a battle. You know what I mean? It wouldn't matter. But like, I, I knew what time it was. And I also knew that Reverie had a gang of fans there. And like, I was trying to protect the other girl low key because she would have got packed the fuck out. Then you would have had and, a, a, a lawsuit. Yeah, and, and and you know she's like, and she's doing what she's supposed to do. She's just a battle rapper. You feel me? Like, I'll see what so you're afterwards, Diz winds up getting at Rev. Then then it went to the internet afterwards, and it was this whole Wait, back and forth. Got at you like you in public about the rap about you using your notes, or what was the story? Yeah, like? he was like tweeting me like, "You dumb bitch." Yeah, it got it got it got. I was like, "Who is this guy?" Like I said, I didn't grow up on battle rap. I don't give a fuck about him. You know, like. And he just got all crazy on Twitter, and I was like, this is really weird. The battle was like two weeks ago, and this is like a guy who's 10 years older than me. Like, it's really strange. Ooh. It was really weird. It was a weird... No, I, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't know anything about that scene, so I just thought it was really strange. Because on the scene that I was on, it was not really like that. But when you popped up the notebook, what... I, I And the reason I, I want to know this story, because I feel like there's... So much you've been through in your journey. Like I'm pretty sure you've never told this story. She's never I talked about so, it. So yeah, so see what I'm never saying. Like I, I've seen you do interviews People and nobody. People are gonna like it. And, People and, and are gonna like they're it. gonna learn it because yeah. it shows your there's 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 a lot to your career. There's a lot that yeah. I've I've been in. I, there's a lot. I when I went to Atlanta to work with certain comedians, I was like, damn. Like you know, I was, I was kind of in your yeah. situation. It was a little weird. It was a little different. <laughs> Let me find out you in the next Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it next time. But I'm just, yeah, but I'm just saying that's like this is a reverie that people used to know and now there's you, so they yeah. can see the evolution. But yeah, you, it was just like how what was the crowd's reaction? Well, it was like like I said, she had a lot of people there to see her. She could have gone on there and fucking been like a hip, a hop, a hip into the and the her fans they would have jocked it regardless because Rev had you know she still has the wave but even at that time had the wave so it, it was like it was just a very tense mixed bag but one thing I'll say about the whole situation is I'm grateful that you and I became homies yeah. from that because you could have easily been like, you know what, well, fuck this guy too. Yeah. And you didn't, like, because, like, yeah. I went out of my way to be like, Rev, I respect you. I know what you're doing. Whoop de whoop de whoop. Yeah, like, I appreciate that. And we always kept it G. Yeah. Like, you and know what I mean? Like, I don't really care about that battle. You know, like, I know, I know <laughs> you I really, don't now. Really but I'm saying at the time, though, you feel me? No, I mean, at the time, I didn't really care either. You know, yeah. like, I was, like you said, I'm not a battle rapper. I was not part of that scene. I didn't need anything from that scene. I was yeah. really doing my thing right there. Like, that was before, right before I started touring in Europe. I was already doing my own tours, already had my own. I was selling merchandise. I was doing my thing already. So that didn't really, I didn't really care. You know, it was we'll just, see. it was a bump in the road. And I will say this, and I will admit this. It was a fucking fail. I failed. I didn't, yeah. I didn't write it. I didn't study. I didn't do the homework. It was a fail for sure. I'm not going to sit here and be like, it was, you don't it was a fail. You don't regret it though. But I don't regret I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like there's so many worse things I've had to do with in my career. Yeah, like, but that's just, but that's why I wanted to hear the story because this was an amazing story. I would have <laughs> I would have never known. I would have never known that. Yeah. We almost fucked up the cool. event. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, oh my God. you've had like, like you have a lot of content. Like you were just talking about a TikTok about one of your stylists that has a million views. You gotta make so, a, you gotta make a TikTok about this story, dog. <laughs> and you gotta do frame by frame so, on so YouTube. That I'm just saying that shit is looking funny, look. One of my fans, please is. do it. Please reaction do video, it. reaction video. Yeah, no, but the like, cutting up, that would be cool. But your content is like, that's 
your content buried that footage. So yeah. like, like, so in order to find that, like you have to, a lot people of people got to find that. Now it's going to even boost her up a little more. Like Reverie was squabbling that luscious, <laughs> luscious <laughs> got here at no jumper. She, she was about to bro. I yeah, swear. That's great. But, yeah, but, that's but really I feel wild. like that's an amazing, that's, that's one of those stories that you see how you guys are laughing about it now. Yeah. Like probably then it was kind of like, Damn, like you were probably arguing with everybody, like, well, she's her first time. Yeah, I was like, her up, I and was then, hella trying to push her line. You were, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, and, like, and, I can't really remember, but I, I kind of, it's kind of ringing a bell. Now. I think, yeah, I just think, like, yeah, the situation I was, almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's and crazy. even there, if you watch the footage, you'll be oh, like, oh, I'm gonna watch. You, you, I even say, like, I'll text you later, it's, it's, funny it. you, <laughs> it's funny you brought up uh, dudes battling because I was like, hey, if I could stand b- between like these gangster ass fools and they ain't gonna fight, like y'all ladies oh, ain't gonna yeah. fight, like yeah. we not doing that. You like, did say that. You yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think I, I love this. This is this is a wow. This is a great story. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> but let's talk about the new music. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Music. Okay, I know. I have a question for you. Okay. I work at No Jumper, so it's in my jeans now. Okay. You started in OnlyFans. I do. I have an OnlyFans. Go subscribe. It's free to subscribe and lurk. So go ahead and check it out. So on a scale of one, I like to how less I was like, hold on, hold on, no, 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 <laughs> because like I feel like you want to know how freaky it is. Yes, I do. But but, but 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 before we get into that, you're the homie, and I feel like if she saw on her list of subscribers and said less one in GTX battles oh. to subscribe, she'd be like, yo, what fool? Like just make an anonymous account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Hey, the random anonymous. You don't have to put your real name. <laughs> but, but at the same time, like you know, I want to support. I said, you know, support everything you do. Thank you. So it's only right that I, you know, love <laughs> subscribe hey, to everybody's only fans. Yes, <laughs> a real man that's honest. Thank you, man. Love. She know my girl and shit too. Like <laughs> our boss. You is guys can look at it together. Yeah, we'll look at it together. <laughs> our, but but with that, I love be, it. I love it. With, with that being said, like how only fans is the only. <laughs> how, <laughs> Okay, so I don't do porn and I don't do nudes. Okay. okay? Tits? So I don't show <laughs> I don't show my nipples and I don't show my pussy. Okay. Okay. But it's very Kulo. sexy. Yeah, it's very sexy. I'm always in lingerie, I do twerk videos, bathing suits. Just you know I can't imagine you twerking. Is that a weird it's thing? It's a sight to see. You know? No, no, not in a bad I'm not trying to offend you. No, no you're trying to offend him. He's I'm trying to bait you into twerking. That's no, what he's no, that's not what I was doing here. You gotta subscribe, okay? And what I'm just, what I'm saying is like somebody that you're not re- slick, homeboy. Whoever you know, whoever you know that listened to her music back in the day when I was younger, tagging the city up and shit like that. You know, put the bangers on. You know oh, what I mean? that's. Cool. But you know, I'm, I'm just saying is like, you know, we both know the other Reverie. I know her more as like I know her music and stuff. You know, so it's imagine, imagine <laughs> 10 years ago, Reverie told you, no, no, no. I got a twerking video. In, in, fa- no, in fact, no, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, and correct Reverie me if I'm wrong. Reverie would be beating up bitches that was twerking. Reverie would be yeah. clowning bitches that are twerking. But, yes. but there's also like in the past 10 years, there's a whole new different idea of what being like a feminist is and like, you know what I mean? Like the whole... Like modern, not saying you a feminist. I was gonna say I do yeah, not. Yeah. Then if I was a feminist, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to before all these fucking crazy liberal bitches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Went overboard and no, no, made no, no, us all no. look bad. Okay, that's just, yeah, so but I'm saying like, like but that, but you know? women that are progressive with their sexuality and like claim it and like you know it, it's it's not gonna you're not just a certain way. I'm not gonna look down on you for twerking, which society might have done back when. Young Reverie was dropping her, you know, yeah. like I, bars. I still, they, I think they still do a lot. You know, maybe lames, not as much in our lames. world and the world of hip hop, you know, but and weed, you know, it's a little different in our world. But I think, 
outside of our world, it's still very looked down on. Give it time, Era Reverie was not finna be twerking. Like you I mean, I was definitely twerking, just not like in not an OnlyFans. Not an OnlyFans, because believe me, I've been twerking since I was a teenager. It's in a too short in the backyard fucking ditchy parties. This is weird, guys, but I really can't imagine it. But 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 I'm glad the homegirls making money off the twerking that she's been twerking. You feel me? I I love that for you. I just it was it was when I seen it because you know we follow each other. You feel me? And I seen it and I was like. Get your bag. Yeah. Well, that's how I saw it. I, I didn't see it as, because I, like I said, I got three sisters, so I understand women, women going to be women. You feel me? Yeah. So I was like, she doing, she, you know, she, and then I, and then I also seen your, um, when you promoted your song and you're at the beach and you switch up and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, who recorded this? <laughs> it all up in the ass. <laughs> I have a freaky ass cameraman you got. Lala, shout out to DJ. Oh, Lala, Lala okay, yeah, house. DJ Lala. Now it all makes sense. Of course, freaky ass Lala. Lala recording Reverie twerk. Zoo Deville, are you hey, in the house? Yeah. What's up? My brother Zoo. My brother Zoo. What up? But yeah, it's crazy though because thinking about your trajectory and what you've done and everything, it's like so, it's so outside the box. But, yeah. and, and, and look, I'm not trying to count your pockets, but I am curious what, like, okay, so there's it's music. good money, Les. No, 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 no. We're missing on me and you. Yeah, yeah we need to make our own OnlyFans. <laughs> and not together. Um, not together. <laughs> of, of course not. Oh Just, my God. In case you got any ideas, man. This guy, speaking of freaky, who knows? So, so where does it rank, like, between music, OnlyFans, and merch, et cetera, like, as far as as the success oh that's a great question i will say that i was already making good money mm -hmm. before i made it only fans right so i've been making money and paying my bills and having a staff and my rent and my car everything for since 2015 was the first time when i started doing that Sheesh. but obviously it was like some very small money i was very yeah. still getting started you know but also but things were less expensive then Things were less expensive, yes. Yes. And so that's when I when I consider myself that I went full time because mm -hmm. that's when I started paying all my bills. Then I moved out with my music and and um and then but and like I said, I already had a staff going and everything. And but I made my OnlyFans in twenty twenty, and I just will say that of course it's helped me a lot, okay, like a that's lot, dope. a lot. I think the question, okay, the year twenty twenty two. This what this this we want to know. Rank those top three in order. So no, nah, don't give it an order, but like, <laughs> yeah, night. Well, because like, like I know. You know what? I'm not gonna. I don't want to discuss. You don't have to do that. What's where and what's yeah, where? It's the only bad. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm smelling wreckage. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say things are going really good. Okay, that's good. Look, look, get your money, get your money, let's just get your say money. Things are going really good now, and I'm definitely, um, definitely in a good spot. Which is which is ill, but like. Yeah. Now you've always been like you've you've had this crazy way, and I think it's one of the one of the strongest testaments of your success is your fans in particular. I know you have a lot of male fans. Obviously, mm -hmm. the only fans is jumping, mm -hmm. but um, you also have a lot of female friends. Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel like when you first came out, it was damn near a predominantly female fan base, and I feel like there's a whole contingent of women, and particularly like out here in Southern California, but now it's expanded to worldwide, but it started out there and there's still a lot of them out here where like Reverie is our voice. Like yeah. these people, do you feel like a big sense of responsibility being the voice for like an entire demographic? Yeah, of course, it's very overwhelming, but, it, but it's okay. I know that this is my life's purpose. I know that this is why I am alive. I am so 
grateful and humbled that I know why I'm alive. Most people live life aimlessly and don't know what they're doing here, you know, but I know that my music is medicine for a lot of people and for myself. And just knowing that that's what I'm here to do helps me deal with the overwhelmingness of what I'm doing. It's a lot. What I'm doing is a lot. Like, because Duno, I don't know if you really, like, have you seen a Reverie show before? Have you been to a Reverie show? I've never been to a show. When me and Reverie met, it was during COVID. Okay. I could be, so, I, I, I could be wrong. So, she actually hit me and I- Well, put, that's when you were, like, of age. You became- no, I think you were throwing up all ages probably back in the day. But also, I was very young yeah. and broke back in the day. I wasn't, you feel me? I wasn't buying tickets to nobody shows. You know? But like, you but, know. But when I met her, um, I met you during COVID. I pulled up on you. I was at the beach. Reverie made me pull up. Look, I know I fuck with her. I was at the beach with the homegirls and the homies. We was getting drunk, COVID vibes. And I, I think I told you, I was like, hey, if I look bummy, fool. Oh, yeah. I pulled up in like Nike sandals, white socks, some basketball yeah. shorts. And I was like. Make sure your cameraman just get me like from the waist up and made me look cool. We took care of you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We put up. I put up for the eyes on me. Um, uh -huh. music video. She had the bad bitches there. Bitches was twerking. They was twerking. Mm -hmm. Got the nice cars. We was in the Batman where they filmed Batman. We was vibing, living. That's what it matter. But no, just that's a real. So quick you story have, So you and I say that to say because like whether it's a Reverie solo show, DJ Lala probably spinning on the ones and twos. Absolutely. Maybe Reverie and Gavlin. You feel me? <laughs> Shouts yeah. to the home girl Shouts and all that. Gavlin. But. Reveries fans, it's like you think it's fucking Michael Jackson. Like there's <laughs> there there guarantee every single reverie show guy that throwing her boxes at her. The, the, there's girls panties, bras. There's girls crying, yeah. crying yeah. every single show, shouting her lyrics and fucking crying. So that's why tattoos. I, right, you feel me? Got the that that lyrics of that tag you always and... like the, the classic reverie character that you tag, you know what I mean? Everything. Like, everything like, you can think of, my fans have tatted of me. Yeah. yeah. And that's so my face, my signature, my lyrics, Your my, face. Lo my logo. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we need and some, I'm not talking about one, I'm talking about like I lost count years ago. We need how some, many tattoos some of y'all uh hardcore fans, we need buzz cut reverie tats too. Oh, all right. Yeah. Like we've seen reverie with we need buzz that, cut reverie that tats. Freaking reverie. Freaking cool. buzz cut, yeah. <laughs> But um, <laughs> that that's why I asked that question because like she really speaks for these people. You can yeah. tell like these girls. Well, it's a woman. I think just I think I think a lot of your story because like Reverie and and the underground scene was crazy. You, Gavlin, Vell, all these people were coming up, and I feel like people weren't used to seeing like especially Latinas mm -hmm. talk about their story and what we've been through and what what you guys been through. But what I've seen because like women go through because I have you know I have I have a sister of your age that. Went through a lot in life. The nineties was crazy. The nineties was and, crazy, and not just for men and and but it was crazy for everybody. And imagine for young women coming up in these streets. It was so when somebody's able to tell a story. Cause how many girls you know where your similar story? You probably know a lot, right? Uh, like all my friends that I yeah, grew you know, up you know, with, you know, you know. And then it's, fans. That's why we're all friends. But then yeah, also yeah, yeah. fans that hit you we, up. And then my fans. I mean, I have. Like I said, I've yeah. been to 22 countries. No, no, yes, yes. Sir. So they're all over the world. Yeah, so I'm saying that yeah. in a sense to where, like, I'm not surprised that there's fans crying because yeah. you're telling a story that a lot of people don't have a platform to tell. Yeah, and people saying? that with platforms don't tell their story like I do. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And a lot of it also, like, even people that don't speak English. Like, I have a homegirl. Shout out to my homegirl, Margot, in... Marseille, France. Oh, right? Marseille. Yeah. Oh, my 
god. I had a deal out there, so I was doing a bunch of shows out That's there. That's cool. And um, I have a very close homegirl from there. And I was you, just there like a, two months ago. I don't you know went, what the fuck y'all talking about. It's, 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 it's a city the, in the south of France. No, 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 no. It's the most ghetto city it's in hood. France. It's a hood-ass city for like, sure. Like, it's like... Really good. It, it's like yeah. Skid Row. No, it, it's not like, bomb it, ghetto. No, no, it's, it's like it, shit, no, no. Right? You know what it reminds me of? It's, it's like, ghetto. No, it reminds. Yeah, it, it's like the Oakland of France, or like you know what I'm saying. New, okay, okay, like, okay. Like New Orleans of France. It's you know hardcore. what I'm saying? Like yeah, it, it, it's a hood city. It's not like basically there's not that many Americans even go there. You know no, what I mean? Scared. Like yeah, like it's it's. In fact, when I was where I stayed out out there, not only was there did nobody speak English around me, but a lot of people because I was staying in like in a predominantly Arab um, neighborhood. Okay. Most people didn't even speak fucking French. They were speaking Arabic and different North African dialects and shit like that. Yeah, so a it's, lot of imported people. So a lot of people from Tunisia, to Algeria, Morocco. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 close to Morocco. It's like you're not you're a few hours from Africa over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, anyways, my homegirl out there, she's like she had seen you some years back, and she's like, "Yo, do you know this girl Reverie?" Oh. And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that's the homegirl." She's like, "Man, like I saw her show and she was so fucking dope and she killed it and." Like she's like, man, like I wish I could be a reverie. Aww, she like said that, and, and it was like, and I already knew that Shasta Margot. You feel Everybody me? Everybody like, start crying and shit. Yeah, well, Margot, and, and she don't even like she speak English, but not like that. Like it's that, broken you know? a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for her, like to like, it's the passion that you yeah. exude. So for like, and I already knew that you had it. Like I knew you was glowing, but when I saw that, I was like, damn. Like there's no, there's no limit to where this is gonna go. Yeah. And that obsession is crazy. You've spoken openly about this quite a bit. Is you've had fans that become like stalkers essentially like yeah. really obsessive oh i've seen that <laughs> fuck that guy yeah it's on site fool that's yeah. hello okay like one let me express this leave women alone yeah if she's no means no don't be a fucking j-cat <laughs> yeah that's weird shit fool. very weird like but it's because they literally are j-cats yeah this is not a normal person this is not somebody that i know so somebody people are like sometimes oh is it your ex like hell no i don't date fools like that like what yeah. the fuck I'm yeah not, yeah not, yeah you know when somebody's a little weird yeah i'm not into that okay can it you tell me the story if, that oh, i never what? i never had a conversation with this person so it's a fan he heard yeah. the music and thought that he knew you through the music or whatever essentially yeah. like, what's i i know you talked about it. i seen um when you made the post shout out rosenberg the yeah, ugly ass Rosenberg, Rosenberg. midget Rosenberg. <laughs> nah, just fucking oh, shout out Rosenberg. I, I know, yeah, that food worked with a lot of the homies. Does a great job. Yeah, he's, um, he's I seen how like I think it it did it. I, I think it got physical ones. Yeah. If, if what well, I'm I'm asking whatever you feel like. Yeah, you ain't you gotta could get into. Say, no, you know, gotta, yeah, that's because I'm. But this I'm is all stuff you spoke about. My lawyer Rosenberg told me I can only say certain things. Okay, yeah. Okay. When I talk about it, I just have to be like. Uh, okay, stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now go ahead, go ahead. What tell us what you could say? So basically, I have this crazy fan, and he's been cyber stalking me for like six years, and I didn't even like see it until I don't know, maybe a couple years in, and the reason being because the emails were like going into the junk folder <clears throat> because. My staff does my emails for me. I don't do emails because I don't like doing emails and I suck at doing emails. They'll just sit in my inbox. Anyways, one day my staff's doing, our, we're doing our emails and then they find this email and they're like, wait a minute. And there's like a shitload of emails from this one person. Anyways, 
we we realized that he had been emailing me for like almost two years every day almost every day okay and stan and, activities yeah so every day for two years every day that's what that's almost 700 to 800 emails yeah. yes 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 and they're long emails almost and... every day let's say almost every no day. no it's let's let's not let's exaggerate <laughs> 800. Weirdo. He wrote a thousand yes. emails. Fucking yes. weird. A thousand so, emails is crazy. Yeah. So then um, then I started noticing that he was commenting like on my social media. Same name or whatever. Same name. And so I started blocking him. And we also blocked his email. And then he makes another email. And then he makes another email. My email, it's info at reverielove.com. I need to say that publicly. If you guys want to book Reverie, say it again, Reverie. Yeah, info at reverielove.com. It's not like I can hide that. Right. So when we made another It's on your website. Yeah, when he blocked, we blocked him and then he makes another email and then he kept doing it and doing it. So eventually we just stopped blocking him because it's a waste of time and it's just going to, you know? Anyway, so I'm blocking him from all my social media, but I'm talking about like multiple accounts from every social media. Like I, I block one and then he has another one. In a month, and then another one in a month, but on everyone, Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, on whatever, you know? So he's traveling across the internet, yes. stalking you. Like. So That's a lot of work, then, dog. That's, yeah. Yeah, this was invested. And then I, um, I can't think of what I can say and what I can't. Okay, so let's, let's fast forward a little bit. Then um, he eventually got to the point, this was in 2019, where he showed up to... A show? To one of my shows, or was it two? He showed up to one show. But you don't know what bro looks like at this point. No, I do know what he looks like because he sent me a picture of him and he sent me a dick pic. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what he looks like, looks like. Yeah, Yeah, and it's nothing impressive. Yeah. So. (laughs) I like like how you have to just sit him down a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, a little dick. You got a little. (laughs) Not even the stalker phrase. Like, he's a little dick stalker. Yeah. So, and then it. it Because stalking is such a big dick activity. (laughs) Like, yeah. It it got to the point that whenever I have a show now, and this has been, I've been doing this for a few years now, I I give the venue. His paper. Picture. I say, hey, this is the description. This is what he looks like. Don't let him in. Blah blah. So basically, one day he showed up to the show, and then um, it was like a big ordeal. And then we got more pictures of him when he was there. This is before giving the picture. No. This was after. So why did the venue still let him in? They didn't let him in. He was waiting outside. He wouldn't mm. leave. Okay. 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 So, anyways, fast in a blistering forward. cold for six hours, and you just said no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fast forward to another show on that tour, and he threatened that he was gonna shoot up my show in Oakland. Okay. So I had to cancel the show because I'm not gonna put my fans in danger or anyone in danger. My staff, myself, nobody. You know. That's so. So hard. yeah. So it was really fucked up because it just fucked up everything, and then. Then, and mind you, he's still emailing me. And now it's, over the years, it's becoming more excessive. It's like three, four emails a day, okay? Can I ask what he's saying? Like, I love you. I just want to be with you. I feel like we're the ones meant to be. That's exactly what he's saying. So, like, Stan. Like, Stan. Yeah. He, he, we're, oh, we're, um, when are you going to stop treating me like you hate me? Um, you know we're meant to be together. Entitlement. Yeah. Pure and, entitlement. Yeah. When you're no. going to let me love you. Um, you're the one I've always wanted. Why are you leading me on? Um, why? Uh, just all these weird things, and, and then, um, and then also, I've also tried. People tell me something. Like, why don't you just tell him leave you alone? Like, or why don't you just do this? And why don't you just do that? Like, I've tried everything 
you could to get this person to leave me alone. And now I have a restraining order against him. And, Good. and so anyways, but, but, uh, so a, a couple of times I actually did write back to him on Instagram and I said like the nastiest things I could think of you fucking piece of shit. I will never touch you. You're fucking crazy. You belong in a mental institution. You blah, 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 blah. Like the most degrading mean things I could, I could think of, you know, it doesn't work because he's crazy, you know, and that's just, and then, and then one time, one time I said, okay, yeah, let's meet up then because, Cause you know. Because what's going to happen is going to yeah. happen. I said, let's meet up then. And then he said, no, you want to meet up after three years, you fucking bitch. You oh, fucking that made him flip the script? Yes. And then I was like, oh my God, this is crazy, you know. And so then the, the final straw before I got the restraining order was that uh, last year he came to my house. He came to my house. Hell <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. So he found out where I lived because um, I had like a penthouse at Hope and Flower in downtown and I would always show my view because I was proud of where I lived and only because the security at Hope and Flower is fucking crazy and you're not going to get up to the fucking floor unless you are live there or like, you know, that's the only reason why I showed it. Before that, I've never showed where I lived. And after that, I don't show where I live either because I moved. And this is the reason why. Because of people like this. And because of haters and because of et cetera, et cetera. But the, so I would show where I lived and there's like there was like a mural right there. Um, I've been there. A clipper mural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hawaii, weak yeah. ass. Okay. So, Fuck the clippers. <laughs> so he figured out where it was. And then he was giving me... So every time when he would come up to my shows, he would give me like a play-by-play like... Oh, I'm here. I'm going to be at your show. I'm going to do this. So he was giving me a play-by-play. He's just by asking play. to get packed out. Yeah. He was giving me a play-by-play. Play. Oh, I'm going, to, I'm going to L.A. tomorrow. I'm going to drive seven hours. Hopefully you can come spend time with me. and We can laugh till we cry and, and hold each other for the first time and blah, blah, and like all this crazy shit, whatever. And next thing you know, long story short, now he's in the front of my house. And Did he hit you like, yo, I'm outside? Yes. Yes, he did. And I saw him. I see Kawhi Leonard right there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him and I defended myself against him. I did what I had to do to defend myself in that situation. And he was physically hurt. Very, 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 very physically hurt. That's right. Okay? So um, after that, <laughs> to be careful how I word this. After that... And this is after the restraining order? No, this is before. Before, okay. okay. This led up to the restraining order. This led up to the restraining order. After that, I will just say that he left me alone. And I said, okay, cool. It worked, you know? And then he started hitting me up again six months later. So then I So said, he was violating his restraining order? No, no, there was no restraining order at this point. Okay. I didn't feel like I needed to get one because I thought that I handled it that day. Right. But apparently, it didn't work. I'm alive. You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> so, um... We're just trying to make the joke out of this so we can make it a little more yeah. uplifting. Because the homegirl, she's saying the story now laughing. She's happy. You know, you're, a you're traumatic gonna, experience. But yes, it's, so, it's yeah. fucked up for a woman. Yeah. For a woman, okay, so go ahead. So then after that, that's when I said, okay, if this person almost dying didn't stop him from coming at me, like, I'm going to have to get a restraining order. And then... That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. So I'm that's, just doing what I feel I need to do to protect myself from um, any further occurrences. And that's it. 
Well, it, it just goes to show you, like, it's not easy being in the position you're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it takes a certain type of strength and, inter, you know, internal fortitude to be able to live and still pursue your dreams and still live this dream and be, because, like, reverie is so many different things to so many different people yeah. but at the end of the day you're living for yourself so it doesn't matter how they perceive you as yeah exactly so this is it's been a real situation and i barely came out about it this year you know but this has been going on like i said for six years this is just something that i kept under wraps because just for various reasons you know and it, it it's something that i've not gone gone public about and yeah it's just so crazy i've always heard about celebrities having stalkers you know and then i'm like oh should i have a fucking crazy stalker now and and then it upsets me sometimes because sometimes people will be like well that's what you get when you have only fans and i'm like well look this predated your only way before i even wore like a crop top okay look at this, this pre the like porn <laughs> pre porn lincoln the coochie okay. wasn't even out yet like <laughs> it was before let's work videos before all that you know it's just people it's not about when when men stalk women like that it's not a about their sexuality most of the time. It's just that these people are not well. And that was a mistake that I made because obviously I knew he was fucking crazy. You know, like this is not a regular person. And so that was one of the reasons why I kind of pushed it to the side. I said, oh, it's, he's just a crazy guy. He's just, you know, because while this is going on, you guys can only imagine what all the men in my life have been telling oh, me they were to do. Oh, they were right? To, you yeah. know, like, yeah, so... But I said, oh, it's, no, it's not a big deal. It's crazy. But it just, just kept growing every year. So that's where we're at with that. Dan, that's crazy. And and I think that's just a message to all the women. If you feel like you're going through something like this, reach out. Because yes. she's saying that in a sense where you're thinking like, oh, he just suffers just crazy. Yeah. But, you know, like it, it some people, you defended yourself before and some women didn't, weren't able or not able yes. to defend themselves. So I think what you, what you were saying with that is like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you, what she's saying is like, you guys like, don't push it to the side, Yeah. Uh, address it. And obviously sometimes reverie kind of you, but you learn from that. Obviously like you, it's six years is a lot, like six years of somebody just constantly telling you that you're meant to be. And I, I know where you're at every show, make threatening to shoot that up. Like, that's not Joe, no joke. And those are just like some things I name not top. Like there's way more. Yeah, and, and even know? like and you being you having this gangster side, it don't matter because we know there's a lot. Like, sh look what happened to you know. There's several examples of of superstars that succumb to an unfortunate fate due to that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's why I always roll to my events like with a bunch of security, and we're ready for anything to go down. Because yeah. that's just how it is. She ain't going out like Dimebag Daryl, and she definitely not going to get Selena either. R.I.P. You feel me? Like That ain't happening over here. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's dope, though, to to see, again, like, how many different things you are and so many different, like you've served looks for years. Like mm -hmm. you're now like a whole fashion icon as well. You. you got this break down the Satori mob brand for people that don't know what's up with it. Yeah. So the Satori mob, it's my clothing line. It's about and peace. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay, am, I, am, I, am I right yes. a little bit? Oh no, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I love, I, I love it's the about sign. Peace and balance, but also with the peace in the balance also comes the, readiness to handle a situation that goes down oh, you gotta yeah you gotta life is not just one or the other you gotta have the balance you 
you gotta you can't be peaceful unless you're ready for war mm. you know you gotta know both so anyways that's kind of the message of my brand it's just about you know staying positive during all the negative times during life and just loving yourself and also, it just looks dope. My, my it is fly. Name, yeah. so it it's is been, fly. It's been five years now, the Satori Mob, and we are in every continent except for Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh huh. I always say this. If Wait, I, why? Anyone from Antarctica? I don't know. Because, I'm trying to get there. Because there's barely any civilization there. Yes. It's like it's 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 completely covered by like ice and it's like oh, subarctic oh, yeah 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 no, no. so if there's anybody from Antarctica listening hit me up send us an instagram message on the satorium on page i'll send you a care package i'm trying to be in every continent because we're yeah. in all the other continents we're in we ship to countries that i've never even heard of sometimes amazing it's really dope so we're an international brand and it's mostly just streetwear uh, sweats and hoodies and never got in any Dang, I'm going to have to lace you for sure. I might could have some, uh, you feel me? But yeah, Lush has some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you, you some new stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I love me. The, the I got the, I wear the shirt with Reverie on it. And I don't really even like to wear shirts, like, if, if it's the homies with their pictures on it. But uh -huh. it's like, it's not Lush? I'll wear a shirt of you. I'll wear a Duno shirt too. <laughs> me I too, Lush. I would, I would, so. This guy, maybe I should keep him as the, the co-host, bro. Yeah. We need to do more podcasts. disaster. Yeah. <laughs> For, first, he tried to get at Rev. No, <laughs> no, no. Shout out to my brother, Diz. Um, oh, my God. With that being said, like... Oh, oh disaster's Diz. Yeah. Oh, you're such a battle rapper. You made that full name short. I thought Diz was a whole other person. Oh, my God. Oh, is that's why he's not here. <laughs> I just put two and two together. Oh, is that not why? Is that is that why? Bro, scared. Bro, did, I'm just kidding. I'm ah! joking. It's a disaster. Joke. You weenie. I don't I just, care about that. It was ten did, years Did ago. you fucking graduate that. middle school, bro? Jesus. I didn't actually, but I did graduate high school. All right, look at you, man. Oh my god. Overachiever as always. But like, like I said, all these different styles. Uh -huh. You know, I got the Spanish shit going. Still, yeah. throw sprinkle some boom bap here for good measure. He had the full singing album, which was yeah. like very like romantic if i was still drinking pour up some wine to it Absolutely. now some apple cider um mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. this new album is my favorite bag you've ever been in and mm -hmm. like it and you're like you got bars it's very bar heavy yeah but it's it's like more i don't even want to say mainstream it's street which like obviously mm -hmm. street music's always going to be prevalent in like the mainstream of, of hip-hop like i think i know what you're trying to say and it goes back to what you were saying it's more polished polished more thank you this thank album you. is very polished very but polished. you haven't but do you like this is just you've been doing this for a long time uh -huh. polish and being sealed are two different things for you right shield like sealed like you sealed. hit a ceiling like like it's called it's like when people seal uh -huh. Do you feel like you're I've still, never heard that in my I've never life. heard it. Okay, me neither. Sealed. Okay, so like, let, let me give you as an example. Like, I like it though. Like, I'm gonna like, introduce that to my lexicon. Sealed, like sealed. Like, like, like you, like, like, like kiss you, from a rose. Like, 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 do you feel like because because <laughs> you you have so much more planned, right? Oh yeah. Oh yes. Okay, so you haven't hit hit a ceiling. You there's so many things you you feel like you mm, could work on okay, still. Okay. So that's yeah, hitting yeah, the ceiling. You're polished. Okay. I've heard but, hitting a ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Never heard sealed. No, 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 no. I said I said ceiling. I just said it. I said it a little wrong. But yeah. So like so like with basketball players, like so like with basketball players, there's basketball players that have been playing ball since they were like 12 and like gym rats and like their whole lives. And they go to the NBA and they already hit us. They hit a ceiling that they okay. 
they get stuck and they can't do no more. They don't, but you feel like there's just so much more that you could do, right? Oh yeah, there's this is this is nowhere near the peak nah, of and, my and this is, existence. And it's clear and because my legacy, no. Like cause I, there's so many different rappers I could hear you collabing with, but on and not just rappers, but just artists in general. Mm -hmm. But on this new one, it's like it puts you in a whole different category. It's like yeah. this is shit that they gonna slap in the trap. They gonna like my yeah. homies in the turf right now mm -hmm. would jam this shit. Like and yeah. the video you were in the all eyes on me like you know you like obviously you're referencing a pox song Hell and like yeah. mm -hmm. and it's dopey but what you're talking about it's like the same reverie mm -hmm. and you're like yeah i'm thugging but you're when i think of you thugging now it's like thugging in a whole different way like i'm a strong woman yeah. navigating the world going mm -hmm. fucking hard and yeah like it's literally all eyes on me like everywhere yeah. and like you said even when people don't know who you are you go into a new environment and yeah. they like People are like, damn, you got some steez. Like, what's going on with you? Yeah. Or people that don't know your music, like, damn, I'm looking at the the booty on OnlyFans. Like, yeah. it's all eyes on you. Yeah, from I all love the booty on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go subscribe. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so it's Plug like it as much as you want, Lush. Yeah, no, I'm gonna stop now. All right, before I get in trouble. But like all angles. Yeah you're killing it and people are noticing and that's kind of look at it as the same empowering message so the old school reverie fans that if it happens to be lost on you just know this is the same old rev but evolved for a new era yeah. and that's lush's take on the record what's your take on it you know before i say my take on the record i will say that I have so many of my day one fans that are still rocking with me. You, you better know? be, motherfuckers. Yeah, like, I have lost a few shitty people who thought they were fans, but they were just people trying to control who I am. And They're they nostalgic for a specific sound. Yeah, but I have so many fans that have been rocking with me for 10 years now, 10 plus years now. And shouts I, to y'all. Yeah, shout outs to you guys. I love you guys so much, and I'm so grateful for all the support from my old fans and the new fans and everyone in between. But I feel like this album is really strong. It's for sure my best album. I think so. Yeah, in in a sense that it it, it might not be like my personal favorite as like an art piece, but I feel like it's the best, like it's the most well done project that can go like mainstream and can go to other audiences, not just like niche audiences, you know, because it's most a slapper. of my projects are, it's a fucking slapper. Okay. Every single song is a banger. Now I got to ask you a question one. and this is going to lead to possibly if you're with it, you spitting a little something, you feel me? But Oh my God, I thought you were going to ask her to batter up again. No, <laughs> I thought you were going to ask her to twerk. So chill out, dog. I was not going to ask her to twerk. <laughs> but um, you, you so... I mean, I wasn't either, I swear. But uh, <laughs> but your album is called No Chaser. Yes. But you sober. Yes. So explain that to someone that doesn't understand because No Chaser means you you you, you sipping straight. Yes. Let me make my assumption before you say yours. Okay. Plus it. She's doing life raw. What life raw? Life. You're doing life raw. I feel like You're No Chaser. Doing, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you feel me? They, unfiltered, uncut. Yeah, uncut. You don't need to cheat your way out of it with... Uh, with the little drink. I feel like, I'm, am I wrong? Or this is you I in mean, your purest form. Definitely all of that. It's definitely all of that. But I will say that we made most of this album in 2019. And we were planning on putting it out in 2020. But obviously mm. COVID happened. And then it was like, I'm not dropping an album this year. It's going to be a waste of Because you can't time. tour it. You can't do all. anything. And everybody was like, oh my God, we're going to die. You know, so it just would have been stupid. So I didn't do that. And but most of it was made in 2019. Okay. Uh, in 2019, so you were still sipping. 
I was not. You were not. I was completely sober that whole year as well. Okay. Okay. So sometimes I take breaks when I need to take got breaks. You, okay. So I was sober that whole year. I was also sober all of 2020, except for like the last couple weeks in December. Um, so I made a couple songs in 2020, and then I made the last song for the album in 2021 at the beginning, somewhere in the beginning. That's when I was sipping already. Okay. At this point, the album didn't have a name. It was just a... Actually, you know what? It did have a name, and it was another name. What was the name? I don't want to say Fuck Lush and his battle rap in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> it was similar. It was similar. It's, it's a name that I might use, so I'm not going to say it, but it was another name. It was not called that, and the album was Lush, done already. No Chaser. It kind of goes together. Yeah. You feel me? The saga. Yeah. So I... Basically, at the end of... So, I started drinking again in, mm -hmm. in December of 2020. So, I was drinking all last year, right? Christmas. You know what? It was because we got the penthouse. We lived in a penthouse last year. And I went before. Did you? Oh, you weren't there when I went. Louder and Yellow were recording. Oh, okay, okay. It I was, was like, I, I pulled there. up and it was just me. Um, It was me, Loudon, Lala said hi real quick, went okay, back in the room. I think she had just woke up, maybe. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was just me. Like, Lala, Lala was, was not there. trying to kick it with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, not like that. But it was just, like, just like, I was outside. You know, I'm a, what the fuck? I'm in her kitchen drinking the water. Yeah, and then, yeah. What's up? What's up? You know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, I asked if you were there. They said you weren't there. Yeah. But so yeah. basically, when we got the keys to that place, I was like ecstatic. I was yeah, like, oh, shit. This is like, because we had a penthouse before, but it was not like that one. You, you hit a this milestone. This one was like, yeah. It was, I was like, you know what? I haven't drank. It was almost like two years or something. And you got the song Penthouse Keys, right? That's, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but, but I actually wrote that song in the first penthouse in 2019. Okay. okay. okay? In 2020, we went to some regular spot where we lived at. And thank God, because that was the COVID year, you know. But then in 2021, we're like, all right, let's get back on some... Some fucking boss shit, you know? out, yeah. yeah. So when we got the keys to that place, I was like, I'm going to celebrate and have some champagne, you know? And I had the champagne, and so I started drinking again, <clears throat> and everything was fine. For me, I don't, I wouldn't say that I have, like, a drinking problem, but I sometimes will do blow when I do, when I drink. You know? Batman and Robin. Yes. Batman and Robin. <laughs> so, therefore, I do have a Don't get any problem. ideas, bro. Don't do yeah. it. So I do cigarettes again. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean to cut you off, but just yeah. the last, damn, the last uh, two weeks ago, for the first time, I smoked a cigarette for the first time since I was 16. Oh, shit. Damn. And, and, and it, 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 it wasn't like a, but but I, I just realized that, like, I, I, I can only do cigarettes because I don't drink Monday through Thursday. Mm hmm. I have a rule of mine, uh -huh. or sometimes even Fridays. And when I do drink, you know, I'm 22, I'm having fun. You're straight, yeah. Fucking sludge, you know what I mean? This is what I'm doing, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, like, and I smoked cigarettes the other day, and I'm like, damn. I'm a, I was like you, you know, I, I want to make sure they, 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 I smell it like, ugh, this is fucking. I was, yeah. when I was your age, bro, I was running amok, let me tell you. Yeah, you guys were doing crack and shit. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> but anyways, bro, penthouse 2021. Yeah, so anyways, I started, started, started drinking again, and it was fine until I started doing blow again. And the, the and I didn't do it, I did it a handful of times. The first time I did it, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be so hard on myself. I haven't done it in like three years or whatever, however long it had been. But then I did it again. And then I was like, oh, it's only two times. But then I did it again. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm three times you're out. Yeah, I was like, hold on. I'm like falling back into this pattern again. And it's not okay with me. I don't want to do that. So 
Anyways, the reason I say all that backstory is that around that time when I had relapsed and started doing it again, I wrote the song No Chaser. And then after I wrote that song, it was just such a fucking powerful song. And also I was just kind of moved by that moment in my life because I knew I was like really fucking up and headed down like a dark path. And then I, I fucking... I had a, a wild night and I drank too much that night. I did drink too much and I got home and I fucking threw up. I threw up and then I was like, basically had like a mental breakdown in, my, in my fucking, uh, yeah, it was all bad <laughs> in, my, in my house. And then when I woke up, that's when it clicked in my head. I was like, no chaser. I was like, oh shit, that's a fucking cool name. And then I was thinking about the song that I had wrote like a couple weeks before that. Because I was just going through like a rough little patch of time you know yeah and then i told loud and i said you know what the song is i had already started on another album because like i said the album was wrapped i started on a new project and i am working on this other project and that's this that's all the song no chaser it's actually supposed to be for this other project that i'm working on right now okay but i just liked it so much and i told my brother we're gonna put this song on the album and it's not going to be called that anymore. And now it's going to be called No Chaser. And it's going to be This Is The Title Track. With Okay. With that being said, I just got a word from the powers that be that we only have a few minutes left. This okay, has been yeah. an amazing interview. But we had spoke earlier. Do you think you'd be down to like show us No Chaser acapella? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's why don't you it. bust it for us oh, one man, time? Oh, man. I, I didn't practice. I forgot. I think hey, well, pull up the notepad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying this. This ass this podcast. He goes, you fucking bitch. Yo. Do not fuck you. He's gonna tweet me again. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. All right. Yeah. No chaser. Reverie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stop thinking about my problems. I can't stop thinking about my problems. I can't stop thinking about my motherfucking problems, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck sleep, I can't stop thinking about my problems. I should be in therapy instead of write raps that never fucking solve them. I'm evolving, I can broken, life is sweet, but then she cut me open. Today got no focus, I swear yesterday was golden. I'm so deep in my addictions, I've been fiending. Smoking, I've been dreaming, I've been joking. Hate when people think I'm stupid, but I played a part. I cut my wrists up when I'm making art. I try my best to keep it real, the critics make it hard. Got these health issues, I ain't talking to the public about. Hate this depression in the session, I do love it now. I just gotta write it out. Ain't got shit to lie about I've been fighting demons for no reason This shit treason People so fucking fake I can't believe it makes me sick Wanna use me from my fame Shit on my name Go suck a dick I don't trust no one Not even myself I'm about to roll one Hundred dollar bills Like on the mirror About to blow up Deja vu I'm back to sniffing lines To ease the pain What can I say I guess some things Never change Miss Reverie Look where you started Throwing it all awake Are you retarded Fetting or hidden In all the fake getaways That's your garbage People Ooh. wanna see me Break under the pressure Get your phones out I'm gonna put on the motherfucking show is about to go down stay the fuck about my face i'm ready to swing on everything very strange my city got my back i rep on every day northeast los angeles home of the stars and scandalous cameras city lights fast paced city life i'm a gangster bitch i've been through hell and back that's a fact all these studio gangsters i hear capping when they sell it reps i am just a person when i sleep inside my bed alone i hate being in love it make me sick it's like a stepping stone obsession is a weapon my depression is perfection i can fly feel like a 
pets and I'm a boss, but still I question my worth. Cause I put up with shit I don't deserve. It's always the people we die for in the end, they leave us hurt, that's life. She loves to tell a joke, but then she'll break you down. I was flying so high, but now I'm on the ground, look at me now. Feel so sorry for myself, it's pathetic. I don't talk to no one about this shit, they just don't get it. I feel so much better cause right now I'm in a studio Why would I go to therapy when I could write a movie? Ho, please say a prayer for me Careful what you're saying to me Actually don't pay me no mind unless it's checks you're paying to me I am just a poet from the streets, I'm insane I'm drinking till I fade away cause I can't end this fucking pain uh. Sheesh Let's fucking go I like how Reverie started rapping I'm gonna have a laugh attack Bro. Reverie started rapping and Tone came to the door Like if somebody was fighting <laughs> Oh, hey, I love it. Hey, I love it. hey goosebumps. <laughs> cool. Goosebumps. You just want to see her twerk. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't? Like, I'm cool. <laughs> no, I just respect your mind so much. No, no. Literal goosebumps. Incredible. We've had a, a few people spit verses on this podcast. You, you got the crown now, Lorena. You feel me? Thank like, you. Cool. That's all you. Well, I just asked her first. I'm just kidding. No, no pad. No, no pad. No, no pad. This. Don't worry. <laughs> but that being said, any final words for the people before we sky up out this hole? Yeah, just check out my new album, No Chaser. It's out now everywhere: Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, SoundCloud, all that shit. And you can find me at Reverie Love on all social media. Spell it for them, because I love people. Reverie, R-E-V-E-R-I-E. You put it on like the title or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll come out, it'll come out. I was going to ask you to spell it. Yeah. Yeah, Reverie. <laughs> I'm, I'm on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Go subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> my website, it's reverielove.com. And if you want to book me or have any business inquiries, it's info at reverielove.com. And don't be stuck. Yeah, no weirdo shit, though. You feel me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> With that being said, Reverie, Duno, Lush, Uno, we about this. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>